Ethiopia is amazing. Natural Ethiopians from Gucci are amazing. Israel, the producer of this coffee, is amazing. I think this week's In My Mug is gonna be... amazing. My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here, it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. So this is the second year of having this coffee from Anasora and it's become something that I'm, I, I get really kind of emotional and it's very beautiful. It represents lots of time and energy trying to find farmers to work with in Ethiopia. Not only is this coffee from a private estate, but it's also the first time I've been able to buy from uh, an individual and export by doing the deal you know, with the producer. Um, add to it that it's one of the most unique coffees I've ever tasted. Um, I'm sure you can understand why I love it quite so much. So as I said, it's a privately owned farm uh, owned by a guy called Israel de Geffa. De Geffa. Yeah, sorry Israel. I know, yeah, Israel watches these and I'm sure I've just murdered his surname. But he's a second generation coffee grower from Ethiopia. Um, the farm is 250 hectares, of which 150 are currently producing coffee. And it is, he expects in the next uh, few years that the remaining 100 hectares will be uh, in full coffee production. Um, it's situated uh, alongside the river Churro. Um, and the uh, farm only currently produces naturally processed coffees. But there are plans in the future uh, to take advantage of this river Churro and be able to uh, do some washed coffees as well. But to be honest, I love this natural. Uh, so the washed could be good, but I don't want to, I want to make sure I still get my natural coffee. Um, Israel plans to build this station uh, next year, um, but it's actually quite a difficult place to get to, um, very isolated. The farm was only set up in 2013. Um, and he's located 1,900 to 2,350 metres above sea level, um, which I've never tasted coffee that high. Um, it must be a very slow maturation process. Uh, it's very unusual, as I've already said, to find a private estate uh, of that kind of size. Um, it's even more unusual to find them at such high altitudes. So it's a really interesting find to find somebody who is a young guy, very motivated, very keen to run business at such high altitude um, and doing such a good job. Um, coffee growing is very popular in this area. Uh, so Israel also sources coffee from surrounding farmers. So he will buy the cherry from people delivering to uh, the mill um, uh, and from the, like, from the surrounding areas. Um, it's really in the uh, Amoro uh, or Amorai uh, area and a moral eth ethnicity um, uh, and a very kind of uh, historic area. What Israel is also trying to do is trying to give them some skills in coffee husbandry um, so they can learn how to process coffee, uh, how to pick coffee properly and pick the right coffee, but also helping them with financial uh, things. He built a bridge recently because the bridge collapsed and stuff like that. Um, as I said, this is super unique and it's super unique because of its cut profile. Um, it's, uh, it really is, um, yeah, I've never tasted coffee like this before in my life and it's the same from last year's one, um, it's kind of carried on to this, so I'm really looking forward to drinking this soon.
So a couple of episodes ago, we did the schnozzer in the bowl, and uh, I thought it was time to do it again. Um, why do we smell coffee as well? Because they smell delicious, and why wouldn't you? Um, but also, it gives us a good idea of what's going to be in the cup and what's to come. So let's get in there. Now, this is a natural, and naturals have a very distinct, um, distinct taste normally. But this is super clean natural, and you actually don't get a lot of those natural aromas that you would normally expect to come from there. What you do get is a heap of blueberry. Like, I can smell the blueberry coming off this. Now, I know in the cup it's there, but I also know the other things that are there as well. So it's very floral, very palmer violets. And that's not coming through so much. But it gives me a good idea that this is going to be amazing coffee. And what I might find in there when I come to actually taste it. You should do this at home. Grinding a little bit of coffee up, sticking your nose in there and smelling it is one of the most fun things you can do without being arrested. The maps in this book are fantastic. As a geography teacher, I wholeheartedly endorse them. You join me, geography teacher Steve, uh, in the staff room as always and with the map. Um, and uh, this week we're going to be talking about Ethiopia, which is a little far for me to reach, but is over here. So the Federal Democratic Republic of Ethiopia is a country located in the Horn of Africa. It shares its borders with Eutrea to the north and northeast. Djibouti and Somalia to the east, and Sudan and South Sudan to the west, and Kenya to the south. With over 100 million inhabitants, Ethiopia is the most populous landlocked country in the world, as well as the second most populous nation on the African continent. It occupies a total area of 1.1 million square kilometres. And it's the, capital, the, capital's the, the capital is the largest city in Addis Ababa. Some of the oldest evidence of anatomic, anatomically modern humans has been found in Ethiopia. It is widely considered as the region for which modern humans first set out for the Middle East and places beyond. Ethiopia is a place of origin of the coffee bean, which was first cultivated, maybe, at Kepa, one of the 14 provinces in the old Ethiopian administration. It's a land of natural contrasts, with its vast fertile jungles to the west and numerous rivers and the hottest settlement of Darloni in the north. The Ethiopian highlands are the largest continuous mountain range in Africa, and the Som Amar caves contain the largest caves in the continent. Ethiopia has the most UNICEFCO World Heritage Sites in Africa. So Ethiopia has a very unique way that it does its coffee processing. Um, the cherries are hand-sorted, so they go through to make sure there's no unripes or overripes before they go into flotation tanks where the cherries are covered with water. All the cherries that float are uh, not so good and they're removed and then the cherries that stay at the bottom are then processed and then taken to African drying beds where they're laid out on hessian cloths for about 15 to 18 days depending on how warm or cold it gets. Um, during the night, the cherries have to be covered with plastic uh, or shade nets um, to make sure that uh, they're not, they don't get damp and wet when it's raining, but also during the day to slow down that processing because you don't want it to happen too quickly. I just can't put it down. It's going to be available in no good bookshops very soon. 
but will be available on fantastic websites, which I think you should definitely go and buy one from. Um, right, reason I'm standing at the espresso machine is, you guys suddenly like my espresso recipes. Who knew? Um, I've always avoided giving them because I don't want you to follow this verbatim. I want you to use it as a ballpark to find where the coffee is tasty and delicious for you. But I basically put 19.1 grams of coffee in. I got 34 grams out on a 34 second extraction. Now that's quite a high yield, uh, quite, quite a high yield, the low yield to get from it and a long time. So it's really packed fairly tightly uh, and a very, very fine grind. Um, and that's because I want to bring out all the body of this coffee. Um, so let's give it a whirl. So in the cup, expect an amazing, and I mean amazing Ethiopian natural um, that reminds me so much of Parma violets that I loved when I was a kid. Um, it's one of the cleanest naturals I've ever tasted. But if you don't get the Parma violets, I challenge you to not get the blueberry juice. It's just full of blueberries. Um, and it's got the biggest bouquet of flowers in there. Like, you could give this to your girlfriend for Valentine's Day and get away without buying her flowers. It's so floral. It is a truly unique and special cup um, from a truly unique and special relationship. Um, I got to spend some time with Israel uh, this year, uh, earlier this year in Ethiopia. And um, I'm just going to montage some of my favorite pictures from that trip for you here because it was amazing. Like, it is a beautiful country. Uh, he is a beautiful person, and I'm really, really special that I, I feel I've made a very, very beautiful friend as well. Um, you know, like, it's amazing. We've had a history of Ethiopia. We've had a new friend. We've had delicious coffee. We've had holiday snaps. We've had a very good book that you can buy on websites very soon. Do remember, life is too short for bad books. I mean, bad coffee. It is widely considered to be as the most... Yeah, let's do it. Ethiopia is almost... is, is the most... Uni uh, has the most... Yeah, okay. <laughs>